This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. John Katz and the Tees. 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show. We still got a great show for everyone. Just to remind everyone who's in studio, Congressman Peter King, Judge Richard Weinberg, John Katz Matidis, and myself, Lydia. Now on the line with us, we have a Dr. Bruce Farber. He's a Northwell Health physician. He specializes in <clears throat> infectious diseases. Uh, welcome to Cats at Night, Dr. Farber. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dr. Farber, I can just say one thing. I was talking to Michael Dowling, and we wanted an expert on monkeypox, and he said, you're the greatest expert in the world, so that's good enough for me. Right. He's had almost 50 years of experience in the medical field, so just a little bit of experience. I'm not that old, not 50 years, but go ahead. (laughs) I heard you're 49. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Farber, tell us about monkeypox. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stigmatism related to it, but it can also be spread by, by, you know, person to person without any sort of sexual contact, which makes me worried considering that I have a child who's about to go into kindergarten. So tell us how worried should we be and how can monkeypox be spread from person to person? Uh, Yeah, monkeypox is spread, like you said, by close skin to skin contact, cuddling, laying on top of somebody. The problem with monkeypox, and we don't know the extent of it, but it certainly can happen, is that it's spread by fomites too. So, you know, you lie on the sheets and then your child lies on the sheets, uh, then the child can get it from the sheets. That's how smallpox, its close cousins, were spread. The first act of bioterrorism occurred in the colonial period of time when uh, they gave monkeypox blankets. It's a well-known story if you want to read it. But um, so it can be spread certainly in many routes, but it's close to close contact. Does that mean if I shook somebody's hand and has it, I could get it? It's really not practical. In theory, yes. But when you look at the practical cases, you see that it's, for the most part, very close, intimate, and fairly prolonged contact. There are a couple of cases that have shown transmission from, you know, people lying on uh, massage boards and things that other people had been on that didn't get uh, disinfected. But it's not casual contact. I mean, I'm in a hospital all day long. I've seen these patients. There's not been one single healthcare worker in the United States who's gotten monkeypox from a patient yet. Yeah, there have been a couple in Europe, but it's really not that contagious. And uh, does the smallpox vaccine, even if we got it 20 years ago, still somewhat effective? You know, no one knows the answer to that. Most people feel that after 20 years has gone by, you're back to square one. And I certainly wouldn't count on it. Well, what about polio then? What about the shots we all got when we were younger and polio, doctor? Yeah, polio is a different story. I mean, polio, first of all, I know there's this outbreak now that you're referring to that's occurring predominantly in Westchester, where there's a lot of unvaccinated kids. And the strain that's causing that, not to divert from monkeypox, but the strain that's causing that came from a live vaccine that we don't use in this country. For those of you who uh, remember, there's the soft vaccine, 
which is the killed vaccine, the only one we've used in the last 25 years in the U.S. And there was the Sabin vaccine, the live vaccine, which we stopped using because it can occasionally actually cause polio. And that's what happened in this outbreak. But anybody who's really up to date and got all four shots should be immune for life from polio. And, and, and doctor, uh, you know, uh, people are walking around and uh, how should I say it? They're scared. There's a big fear factor uh, with, with everybody. I mean, is uh, well, what would you say to these people? What can they do to be, make themselves more, uh, to keep themselves more safe? Yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, first of all, I think we need to keep these risks in mind. Look, COVID was the real thing. You know, over a million people died of COVID, and the number is going to roughly be between 100 and 125,000 a year going forward uh, if, if the current trends continue. Monkeypox is not that disease. People do not have to get, you know, crazy by the media hyping this that, you know, monkeypox is, is right around the corner. Most cases, as you well know, are still related to men having sex with men. Yes, it will certainly spread into other areas. That will happen over time. But at the present time, that's still, you know, the, the majority, overwhelming majority of cases. So who you sleep with, who you're very close and intimate with, has the, is the most important factor in whether you're at risk for monkeypox. But you're bringing up a very important point, and that's that there are a whole bunch of new zoonotic infections that keep hitting us one after another. West Nile, Lyme disease, avian flu, COVID, Ebola, Marburg, monkeypox, and the list could go on and on and on. And that is something that, you know, I think we just need to accept. That's, you know, that's Darwin. That's the nature of us living. It's like all these other changes that are occurring in our environment. And we need to just try to stay ahead of them. And, you know, I just want to make one other point about this monkeypox. You know, we have a good vaccine and, you know, it's being used extensively. There's weights for it. But remember that monkeypox vaccine was never made for monkeypox. We weren't that smart. We weren't that quick. We were very lucky. That monkeypox vaccine that we have was made in case there was a bioterrorist attack with smallpox. And we sequestered doses starting in the early 2000s when there was, uh, you know, bioterrorism threats. And we're using that vaccine because it happens to work against its close cousin, monkeypox. But we're very lucky in that regard. We have 30 seconds left. What else do you want to tell the American people? I tell them to keep their, their risks appropriate. We can't panic. I mean, 700 people die each year in this country from either a tree falling them uh, or a coconut falling from them. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go outside and jog around trees. You know, we got to live our lives and keep things in perspective. Well, thank you so much, uh, doctor. And uh, uh, Northwell Hospital is a great hospital system. And, and we'll catch up with you again so, like uh, I, real I, soon. I, I, uh, I am, Congressman, yeah, you're on I, the board. Yeah, I am uh, uh, proud to be a consultant at Northwell. It's a great, great institution. Michael Daly is a great leader, and everything you told us about Dr. Farber is true. Great job, doctor. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, stay healthy. Uh, and uh, we're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back with John McLaughlin because he keeps the scorecard of, of the primary races last night. So we're going to find out all the secrets. What the heck happened last night? Let's take that break. 